0: This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents, which you can also access at cortezcurrents.ca. Campbell River's bear problem is escalating. Reports of their raiding garbage cans have doubled in number this year. Sergeant Mike Newton, a conservation officer in the Ministry of Environment, went to the June 27th City Council meeting with a couple of suggestions. They hinge upon changing human behavior.
1: We've built our communities on Vancouver Island in prime bear habitat. We built them along salmon streams along the coast in areas where they naturally geofunnel. The bears are going to be in our communities. Our zone looks after all the communities north of Fanny Bay up to Bella Bella. We see a wide swath of bigger centers like Campbell River, Courtney Comox, and smaller towns like Taos' Gold River. It's the same issue in all community sizes.
0: Hopefully Cortez Island will continue to be an exception. It's been two years since there was a bear problem, while the Whale Town Bear had to be put down his Squirrel Cove counterpart appears to have eluded conservation officers and what seemed to be certain execution. The Friends of Cortez Island, Foucault, have been educating islanders about bear-proofing their yards. There were no reports of bears raiding garbage cans, compost, or fruit trees on Cortes Island in 2021. A bear was spotted in Squirrel Cove a little over a week ago, but there have been many sightings on Cortez over the years. They normally do not become problems. Sergeant Newton told Campbell River City Council,
1: Whether the bears are seen or not, they're there. In every area of Campbell River, you can bet on that for sure. The dogs will quite often keep them more sneaky and nocturnal. Mm -hmm. People think, oh, you can use a bear banger to chase a bear off of your garbage and it won't come back. You cannot haze a bear off of an attractant once it's getting into that food source. Its drive for food is so great and its intelligence is, I mean, I have a lab. He knows exactly what time dinner is and then he tries a half an hour later with my spouse to trick her as well. Bears are the same. <clears throat> They're out there. They wanted to give you a snapshot on what the Conservation Officer Service is seeing for human-wildlife conflict, particularly bear conflict in Campbell River this year. The CEOs in town play a critical role with the public safety piece of managing human-wildlife conflict. <coughs> you see them from time to time pulling bear traps around. This year has been, I want to say, approximately double as busy as it normally is by this time of year for bears accessing garbage specifically. Where just shy of the fruit tree season, which is another issue unto itself. Garbage is a major attractant for black bears. We've had a nice mild year. I think part of the issue is the bears have stayed low in elevation. Their natural food, the, the grass, dandelions, sedges, etc., have stayed wholesome. They've had no reason to go up in elevation, hence they're still in town. So the Conservation Office of Service plays a public education role. We assess the safety of the particular conflict. We do a lot of house calls. We respond to calls that come from the public direct to our environmental coordination center. We do try to really change the root cause of the problem with every call that we attend. I've been the sergeant here, the field supervisor, for coming on 12 years now. Incidentally, I was a Campbell River kid, graduate from Kerry High back in the days, so I know Campbell River and the green spaces and the bear activity quite well we see patterns, and we also see patterns of change and resistance to change at times. People that don't care, people that care greatly about the bears, people that understand the correlation between leaving attractants available, what that does to wildlife, and what that means to public safety. We play a role in trying to keep the bears safe from people, people damaging the bears by leaving attractants available and causing the bears' behavior to change, and we try and keep people safe from the bears that get cold to the worst cases when bears are breaching houses, breaking into cars, acting in the threatening aggressive behavior towards people, and in the worst of all, when they actually do attack people and cause personal injury. I've taken a pho- couple of photographs just over the last 24 hours to show you what we're seeing for a variety of how people in River are storing their attractants, specifically garbage. So some of the housing complexes, we'll find commercial dumpsters outside, some of them are not bear-proof. They have plastic lids. They don't have locking bars. There's no mechanism to chain the dumpster shut. It's overflowing with garbage at times. People will sometimes have so much garbage it stacks up outside the dumpster. And this is a prime area where a bear in the dead of night, when nobody's around, can access that garbage and start that pattern of habituation. Sometimes we'll find rough homemade enclosures right next to commercial dumpsters with plastic lids. Neither of those structures would stop a bear that was persistent there's garbage inside he's going to access it no problem. Primarily when they start the pattern of habituation they do so at night um, when it's quiet or in a windy November evening when no one's outside in the rain and it starts from there and they get hooked on the garbage. They start to compete over the garbage and the pattern starts to develop where dominant bears will claim that prize and subdominant bears will be pushed from that already habituated to garbage and then they'll get into real trouble they'll follow their noses up on porches they'll push on doors they'll push on screen doors and eventually they create a situation where we end up have to set a trap catch a bear and all too often those bears are not relocation candidates they've learned that garbage is full of vitamins full of minerals and fat if they're a young bear that's trying to make a start in life and not doing so well they'll get hooked on that and they'll stray away from natural food.
0: Sergeant Newton showed the councillors a picture of a building the size of a single stall garage.
1: We are doing some things right. This is a newer multiplex property near the hospital near Birch Street. I really want to commend the city if you have a role. I think you do in your development plans as to what you're pushing new developments to do as far as managing the garbage. These enclosed garbage rooms are definitely the way to go even though some of the dumpsters are bear proof, the bears will investigate them all. They're being tested constantly. It's covered in bear tracks. They're moving from site to site, testing constantly. If we drop our guard, if we take a shortcut, and if we replace an expensive steel bin with a cheap plastic one, we will pay the price, and unfortunately the bear will pay the dearer price of all uh, once it accesses that garbage. We have public areas like Timberline High School where we have quite the bear issue ongoing right now. I'm glad that this is the final week of school and the garbage volume is going to cease, but that bear there is accessing garbage on a daily basis. Just today, the sales service was called to a bear at the sportsplex that was in amongst the disc golf course, it walked up the trail, ended up back up the top of of Rockland, and ended up looking in the Timberline High School window at noon. So I can tell you from a public safety standpoint, it is not going to end well for that bear, and quite frankly, it's our fault. That garbage can is clearly not bear-proof, and it's not even close to doing the job it's intended to do as far as keeping wildlife out. When you build a high school on a salmon stream, such as Sims Creek, in the green space, you have to do better, quite frankly. I've approached both the, uh, the school and the school district to effect that change and they've been great. They are willing to play ball and change out all of those cans to something that is uh, bear proof. A few short hundred meters away at the Sims East Trailhead on Rockland is a bear proof garbage can, scratched up because likely the very same bear is trying to access that garbage. But it works. If we can immediately switch out everything that isn't bear proof across the city, regardless of who's responsible, whether it's a housing complex, a school district, the city, or homeowners, there's absolutely no doubt that bear conflict numbers will be reduced. we will have a city where it's safer for bears and safer for people. Which brings me to the main point that I was hoping to approach Mayor and Council with this evening, is the issue of curbside garbage. Individual household garbage ends out on the side of the road, the night before pickup because people don't want to get up early in time to get their garbage can roadside to meet the truck. That's a free ticket for a bear in the dead of the night to go yard to yard, street to street and feast on garbage. We get routine calls. The bear has been back three days in a row and he's got into my garbage three days in a row. We try and educate and say, it's, like, it's going to happen on the fourth and the fifth day too. You have to change your practices. So we have to ensure that we are doing our part by ensuring that attractants are not available. So I wanted to bring up the issue of the current way that the City of Campbell River bylaw is written regarding putting your residential garbage out. The way it's currently written, it is specifically laid out that you can put it out the night before pickup, which is contrary to what we're trying to educate the public, what we're doing with our Wildlife Act provisions. I wanted to uh, appeal to the City of Campbell River to align with the Provincial Wildlife Act and to make moves so that we can work together, and be on the same line of communication. It's the best thing for the bears. It's the best thing for public safety. Reduce the bear-human conflict. Reduce those garbage-habituated bears in the community that are creating the public safety issues. It's going to take some effort from some folks in my neighborhood. The truck comes pretty promptly at 7.30 in the morning. It's one of those things, you got to make sure on a Tuesday you're up and get it out there. For the last three falls, we've been patrolling neighborhoods. We, We pick the neighborhoods that have the highest number of bear conflict issues at that time, and we go out the night before garbage day for that area. We go door to door, anyone that's got garbage out curbside, and we knock on the door, explain what that could cause, explain the bear activity, explain the Wildlife Act provisions, we I met with a varied amount of response, some people are fantastic. They say, I had no idea that there's bears in Campbell River or in this area of Campbell River. Other people don't seem to care. Anywhere in Campbell River is bear country. That's why it's important for us to align the city bylaws with the Wildlife Act.
0: You've been listening to Sergeant Mike Newman explain the seriousness of Campbell River's bear problem and pointed to two ways the city can improve the situation. One, a citywide adoption of bear proof garbage containers, and two, change the bylaws so it's no longer legal for people to put their residential garbage out on the curb the night before pickup. This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents. Goodbye.